Hey everyone, uh, welcome to another uh, episode here uh, of the Remote po uh, Cafe Podcast. I'm Rob Balasabas. Got an awesome guest today, uh, old old friend of mine. Uh, we go probably a couple a couple years back now. I'm gonna bring him on screen here. If you're listening to the podcast, you're gonna meet him as well. Uh, Anton Schulke, Schulke, right? Saying that right? Yeah, yes. correct. <laughs> there we go. Hey, Anton, uh, good to meet you, man. Uh, here on the podcast, uh, first time we go. We've been connected for quite a while now, I think, on LinkedIn, and we've chatted. We've done some uh, things in your old in your old role at uh, Samrush. Um, yeah, you you were on that uh, that huge huge uh, yeah, yeah. webinar, mega webinar yeah. for uh, for YouTube. I yeah, think yeah, with uh, with Luke Luke Sharon and uh, yeah, some awesome people there. So, uh, but first time we're collaborating on my channel. So thank you so much for your time. Uh, would love to hear first what what's with the new move and uh, tell us about the new move to Duda. Um, and then I'm going to okay. pick your brain uh, about remote working. So go ahead. You can see, you can see Duda as my new employee and employer. And I just, okay, just moved. Uh, I moved at the end of July, last week of July. Yeah. And before that, I was almost five. I actually LinkedIn show four years, nine months. But I think I think it's closer to five years anyway. With Semrush. Uh, Semrush, obviously, well, hopefully most of the people know Semrush. Nobody knows what Duda is. But you, you do know. You do know what Duda is, yeah, do yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've come across Duda a number of times. Yeah, so uh, it's, a, it's a website builder. For those of you that don't know, check it out. Um, yeah, awesome, awesome platform. Um, but yeah, you're at Semrush for yeah almost five years, according to LinkedIn, four years and nine months. Uh, but you went from video content, head of video content to head of influencer marketing, which is my world here at TubeBuddy as well, um, you know, working with influencers. So very exciting. And then and then now at Duda as the same and role, you role. And, and you're doing video content as well. As well. Yeah. Video content right now. That's it's right. Why, it's why they're really very, very uh, much connected. Yeah, it's the same role. Uh, uh, less video content there, but mm -hmm. maybe will be more video. We'll, we'll see. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's influencer marketing for for Duda. Influencer marketing, awesome, awesome, yeah. cool. Um, and and you're based in Ukraine, yeah? Yeah, I live in Ukraine and I work remotely for Duda. Duda has uh, three major offices: two in the United States, one in Tel Aviv, Israel, mm -hmm. and I'm Niza. <laughs> <laughs> on, in, in them, I, I do it remotely. The, the only good part with uh, uh, my time zone and Israel time zone, which is the major office in terms of s s size. Right. Uh, yeah, as I say, same time zone, it, it helps. Right. And and Semrush was, I believe Semrush's head office is in Boston, correct? When you were there. Semrush, Semrush uh, headquarters in Boston. Correct, but uh, uh, it's the smallest office they have. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, uh, it's oh, it's the newest and smallest office. Uh, basically, it was uh, more or less done for IPO, which happened uh, a spring, spring this year. Yeah. Uh, but it's uh, C level is there, but basically no one else. So no, very yeah. small. I've never, I've never been there. I wasn't the C level. Yeah, but obviously. Traveling for last couple of years is it's not easy. It's not easy. It's not easy. Yeah. So, uh, so awesome, awesome. So you d clearly have been working remotely for for almost several years now, basically. And um, you're actually you're we were chatting and you were you started working remotely way back, like 
2015 yeah, like, or something like that? Like yeah, you were, yeah. Like 20, 2015. Even in Ukraine, I was a remoter mm -hmm. uh, because I was doing something they don't understand. But mm -hmm. this is okay. Can, can you go from home just just because yeah, we don't want we don't want you here. No so yeah, e e even easier. It's more productive. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and you were you were saying you're the first remote employee at SEMrush. Yeah. Okay. It's a slightly longer story. So uh, when I joined SEMrush, I was end of 2016 and starting with 2017 officially. Uh, uh, they they didn't have any any remoters, on, only remoters were the complete contractors who, for example, okay, you need a video, you need to edit video, for example, just to don't move my head. And you ask someone, do it, invoice, and forget about this. So they they didn't have anyone who worked full-time but remote, which is kind of absolutely normal nowadays. So they asked me if I want to join them in St. Petersburg office. Uh, and historically, it's probably still the biggest office of Simrush in St. Petersburg, Russia. So I spent the three months and uh, it was clear for me beforehand, beforehand but uh, kind of, I didn't want, I didn't want to move yeah. there. So, and uh, I said, look guys, it looks like I can do this job uh, being remotely and I can, I don't know, visit every quarter for a few days something like that they were against it but for some reason <laughs> i managed to persuade them uh, i managed to persuade them. i became the first full-time so when i said full-time because it's not like a remote content nowadays it's, it's understandable everyone's being remote but at that time it was kind of strange uh, because but but the good point was for me easy point that they already have several offices at that time. They already had office in Prague, Czech Republic. They already had office in Cyprus. Everyone thinks it's offshore and everything. No, they have three development developers team in Cyprus. Good weather, and they have office historical office in Philadelphia. So still, when they do meetings, they couldn't just go into one room and and do it. They still had to to use uh, well Google Meet, not not Zoom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you were so there were some contractors, but you were the first full time remote employee at SEMrush. That's awesome. So tell us, like, you know, because over the years, what's the difference between working remotely then versus what's remote now? Because like right now, it's accepted and it's almost expected, and um, there's systems right in place, now, and there's tools. Yeah. Right now, it's, it's absolutely normal, and people understand that. And it's just just you probably you probably work as you would work in the office. Yeah. When I started it, uh, maybe it wasn't the case, but I inside feeling uh, I thought I have to work double double hours and be double quick to respond, for example, for Slack. Because when you're inside the office, everybody can see you. And people okay, say, okay, you go to coffee point fine, or you go to, I don't know, to to to, to, to the bathroom, for example. It's, it's okay. But when people don't see it, and you feel, I feel it in my head, people don't see it, people might think if I'm not responding within 15 seconds in Slack, maybe I'm just, just smoking smoking a line on my, my sofa doing absolutely nothing. And this has really, really pushed me to be very, very quick to, uh, to respond and to work uh, long hours. I mean, because as I said, uh, we had an office in Russia uh, uh, and we had office uh, in Philadelphia uh, and that's what, uh, seven, seven hours difference. Right. So if someone from Philadelphia, for example, just 
slot me, I feel is I feel really obligation to answer, even if it's really uh, late. Uh, now I don't. Now I don't because everyone everyone went through the remote work and they understand how how it works and everybody kind of kind of thinks fine maybe people thought the same way before but i did in my head i thought i really have to double work double show uh show off or, or show result and everything uh, because they don't see me as they might su suspect that i i'm not, not, not working yeah so I, I totally understand that. Like, I totally feel that, you know, I think I think when you start working remotely, initially you feel a little bit of guilt or like that that extra pressure to show that you are present, you are doing things. But um, tell me what changed or at what point that pressure came off your shoulders to do that? Was it was it a conversation? Was it like show, showing like, look at my productivity and my results here's what i'm here's i've been doing work you know what what changed what took off that pressure it, coronavirus <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's so, no of course of course i got of course i got used to it but i still feel that i mean not that uh, urgent when i just started but i still feel the, this this kind of pressure yeah. uh, almost as soon as coronavirus started and as soon as everyone crash went completely completely remote mm -hmm. all offices were closed at the, at the beginning because it was uh, you remember how how was it so uh, uh every office and even they, they even had uh, some kind of special preparation meetings and everything explaining people how it will be yeah i didn't care because i i was there already and for me it was very 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 easy and after that you start talking to people and you understand they all they have this kind of feeling they have this kind of feeling they're not in the office they have to show up more and uh, but with coronavirus as everyone is off the office so kind of people think, i think it's, it, it get kind of too normal so for me yeah i decided yeah everyone is remote now so yeah. if i should what should i do it double uh, I, I probably still do uh, long uh, kind of long hours, but this is me. It's not 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 pressure. I just just I just like to answer email as quickly as possible. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. So coronavirus was sort of the the equalizer. Like everybody's on the same level playing field now. You understand what it's like. I've been yeah, doing this uh, for years. Uh, now you get it. Yeah. Yeah, and after that, okay, now it's kind of mixture. I understand it's mixture more or less everywhere. Uh, I saw mixture. So some people work in office, some people even be in the same same city and everything, but still work from home because for some for some reason, and it's it's absolutely it's absolutely fine. And because everyone already done it for a few months, uh, probably no one think if you if you're not in the office, it doesn't mean you don't work right right exactly exactly um so so then that is that is now that's all level now so tell me like what are still some of the things you wish could change for the remote work the remote work culture or like you know the expectation of this lifestyle like you know there's so many benefits right like i don't think when was i don't think like you probably have not battled morning traffic in many many years but what are some other things you wish you could change like maybe you know you know some things that you experience like oh i wish this was different or i wish people could understand this about the remote work uh lifestyle i think i think everyone understands about remote work now for for reason we, we just went went through uh, uh i still uh i still like to talk to people 
life if if it's possible mm -hmm. so uh and i understand if company uh especially company which has a lot of uh, remoters uh do some some kind of i don't know whatever you, you call it team building exercise yeah, but yeah. Uh, bringing people uh, everyone or more or less everyone people who work together in the same place have a coffee beer whatever it is for a couple of days for a couple of days uh, obviously if a company has a lot of workers and all of them remote which is not the case in Duda Duda has remote workers but still mainly they're in three offices yeah. uh, but uh, I, I don't know I, I I don't know what about your company what about your company yeah, it's completely are, remote yeah we are we're remote but uh, like you mix there's offices mm -hmm. in uh, LA, Utah, San Diego, London, uh, Shanghai. Uh, so, yeah, but but there's no ex. I think there's, I'm not there. There's lots of remote workers though. Like, I'm in Vancouver, and there is no office here. So I'm I'm remote. There's no other option really. But if I was closer to a, an office, then yes, I would have the option to go back to the office. But no mandatory, I, I believe at this time. But it is changing though, right? Um, it is changing though, Anton. You know, like a lot of people that are like. Are 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 uh, you know new new candidates being interviewed and stuff? It's one of it's it's like a common request for uh, in the negotiation for positions. Like I want to remote work remotely. You know I, I want to have the option. Yeah, at least. Yeah, but for example, if you go to LinkedIn because I, I went through this uh, at a certain point before I moved, uh, I, you you go to LinkedIn and you check remote. Uh, very often they say remote USA, for example. Obviously USA for. Uh, for what we do, this digital marketing and everything, this is a major, major market, of course, of course, English, English speaking major market. And a lot of companies who, who would accept remote nowadays, they probably didn't a couple of years ago, they're still looking for someone, for example, in the United States. I'm not really sure why, but I've seen it a lot. Uh, smaller countries, when I say small, okay, United Kingdom is not small country, it's a huge country, but it's much smaller than the United States. You go to United Kingdom and it's exactly the same. Exactly. Uh, the, the, most of them, they want remote, but remote in, in the UK. Okay, if it's not in the UK, but kind of closer, France, Spain will do. But if you're from Hong Kong, probably they say, no, it's different times or something like that. Maybe if you're Philippine, they will accept you because it's very cheap. Right. But it's it's a different story. Yeah. A different story. Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. That's good. I think this it, is actually a... actually another thing because I said cheap. Uh, it's very interesting how different companies and this was a good article on Alida Salis Remoters. Uh, a good article. Good article. How remoters get paid. And uh, I've, do, I've done my uh, non, non-professional, non-scientific research in, in Twitter. And basically, <laughs> uh, uh, how how company pay you if you're remote? Some company pays you, uh, depends on where you stay. So mm -hmm. kind of uh, looking at uh, how much do you need? So for example, uh, I, 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 live in, I live in Kiev and Ukraine is a reasonable poor country and a reasonable low level of uh, wages here around and many companies uh, if i would remote work for them they would offer me kind of okay double ukrainian wages which which I've, i wouldn't accept for for example being uh, that, that long in the industry uh, in other companies they they pay uh, as much they, they don't they don't make difference they don't make this. So, for example, Duda does make a difference where you they only look at your experience, what what you you can bring, and everything. So, yeah. And uh, um, another thing is interesting is is 
taxes, for example, because most of the remote workers, if you're not in the country, so for example, if I work for United States, if I work, if no, let's say if I work for Canadian company, you know, Canada, but I don't have a work permit for Canada, so I can't really, I only can be contractor. Contractor means all tax burden is on me. So a company just pay you this amount of money and they all find they take this money out of a tax base and then they are fantastically fine compared to this local worker who they have to pay uh, pension contribution, medical insurance probably depends on and, and, and other taxes. Uh, so many companies, I talked to uh, many companies in the US particularly, probably in Canada say many companies don't care. Okay, we, do, we don't care, it's your, your problem. But many companies add money for taxation. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't want to pr- uh, pronounce name, but I talked to a big, big, huge agency in the United States, SEO agency, and they said every every contractor, we pay, we add that much amount of money mm-hmm. for tax for taxation. We just add. But, but it's, it is kind of fair. I know life is not fair. But it's kind of fair because they save a lot of money. They don't pay. They don't pay all the taxes. Yeah, they don't pay anything. Uh, so and if, if they kind of share it with uh, with you, share with say, uh, let's say, okay, this is extra money. We, we agree for that much money, but this is extra money. We hope you will pay us. Wow, that's interesting. I've never actually never heard of that. I have dealt with that um, myself because I'm in Canada. And when I first started, there was no Canadian entity for TubeBuddy. So I was I was hired as a contractor. I worked. I I I was I was uh, welcomed as a as a team member and employee and stuff. But like the only difference was that uh, you were uh, technically contractor. So I was do, I was that for a few months, and then eventually we had a Canadian entity, and I now am paid as an employee, and I have payroll. And, and you got like you got your pension for. I have all all of those things now. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I but initially they just send you lump sum, and then I had to uh, basically act like a um, self-employed. I would yeah. remit my own taxes and take care of it. No problem. I've done that before, but this is the first time I've heard that some companies in the, the uh, will add on top. So let's say you're making a hundred thousand, then Anton. They would add, let's say your tax bracket is 40%. They would add maybe 20% to split the yeah, tax. Yeah, this, this is the, this is the idea. Yeah, that, is, exactly. that is impressive. I mean, I, am, I, I, I don't, I don't not believe that. I think that that is probably, that's definitely happening out there. It is a, it's a candidate's market, I think, out there right now, right? There's a lot of companies that are looking and the talent pool is very it's small, exact, it, very small. It's right? exactly, yeah. it's exactly like that. I talked to another guys in SEO and they say even six months in SEO, in this particular SEO, even six months ago, uh, the salary were lower uh, and it was easy to find people. I, I don't I don't know why it happened. My, my big market is going up and yeah, the yeah. more. ACOs and obviously PPC social marketing PPC, yeah. uh, and, 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 uh, and other guys need it. So. Yeah, yeah, no, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, um, very insightful conversation, Anton. I really love this this conversation. I, I think we could talk about this all day because we, we share a lot of our back, similar background here and experience. But um, I want to respect your time. This has been a really awesome interview. We'll have to get you back on again for part two. Uh, but before I do that, what's the best place to connect with you? I know you're very very involved on LinkedIn, but uh, what's the best place for listeners and viewers to connect with you? LinkedIn, Facebook, or Twitter, uh, all all of them. Awesome, awesome. Okay, well, I have all the links, and uh, thanks again for watching and listening, and uh, we'll see you all in the next episode. Take care.
Yeah, thanks for having me. And thanks, guys, for watching. Thanks, Anton.